0: everybody, and welcome to In My Mug, episode number 98, on Monday the 27th of September 2010. My name is Steve Layton, and I know this because. Eight! Um... Out. Get eight! Out. Micey! No, no! No! Coffee monkey! Go make coffee! Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode number 98. My name is Steve Layton, and I know this because. What's my name, Colin? Steve Layton. What's your name? Colin Harmon. Yes, let's not get confused. sorry. (laughs) So, thank you very much for joining me again. Thank you for calling for making a a guest appearance on In My Mug. Um, Yeah, last week's one seemed to go down really well. Thank you for all the lovely comments about it. Um, Sorry it was a little bit rushed, but I just really had to get it out there. Uh, Macken uh, appearing on camera seemed to go down quite well, but his agent has said that he's no longer available. Um, He's got bigger and better film offers, so... No Macam this week. Let's dive into the comments. Um, Marcus said, uh, Steve, do you have the best job in the world or what? Uh, yeah, no, I think I pretty much have got the best job in the world. A couple of weeks ago in Brazil, now Norway. And all the coffee you can ever drink, nice one. Had the L'illusion and Espresso at 3FE this weekend, and it was everything you said delicious. Did you hear that, Colin? Yeah. Did you post that? No. <laughs> no, thank you for the... Kind comment, Marcus, uh, Colin does an okay job with our coffee um, yeah it 's only okay though, uh, Richard R Blaster, uh, great episode, cute cat, shame about the name. There is nothing wrong with Macam, nothing wrong with that as a name at all mark said uh, i 'm in heaven, this coffee is wonderful, sweet, fruity, not overbearing like some, more like this one, please, and Mark, if there were more like La Luzon, it would be a beautiful, beautiful world, but it is an incredibly rare coffee. Um, James said, really enjoying this one, had a couple of espressos and it's getting better with each one I pull. Great week for coffee uh, for me, thanks. Brilliant. Pleased you enjoyed that one, James. Darren said, hadn't had a chance to watch the episode yet, but wow, this is better than I remember. Lovely balanced tropical fruit and huge sweetness. Awesome. It's a good one, it is. Um, it's one we know quite well, isn't it? I mean, we've done a lot of work with, with the La Luzon and, and, and it's, it is a stunning, stunning coffee. Um, Colin Morgan, funky, espresso, punky even, smooth yet complex, niked one. I like punky as a descriptor, I'm going to try and use punky at some point in the future, I think. Uh, Emil, better late than never, Uh, I'm incredibly glad I renewed my subscription so I could get this in time, uh, this incredible coffee, this is good coffee, you spoil us, but I think you know that. And speaking of spoiling, next week's is going to be a a must, that if you're an espresso drinker, you're going to want next week's, an episode 100, Got something a little bit special lined up. So if you're not subscribing already, by episode 100, you really want to be. It is going to be amazing. So, um, Chris H, delicious coffee. I haven't found it particularly easy putting words into flavours um, in this year's crop. I identified more with the fruit salad sweets in last year's, but I do find it easy to say that it's lovely. Mayfield is really nice and lingers beautifully. Um, I run a little coffee night in town where. Um, where I live and this coffee got rave reviews. So super, well done Chris as well. It's kind of good if you can share that coffee with other people and enjoy it together, so. Nice idea, <coughs> excuse me. And Daniel Thomas said, sorry, late again. Never too late, it's all good. Um, what a surprise, I recall last year's, I remembered it was a good typical bull bomb. <coughs> sorry, I'm choking, I need coffee. Um, this one was fantastic, um, I have to reevaluate my uh, and antipathy towards Bourbon coffees. Perhaps I'm just, uh, that I'm completely in control of my Kona. And you know, the brew method has such a massive impact on how you, you review a coffee and how you enjoy it. Um, so that could be, thanks for this one. I wish it was more affordable so I could enjoy it more often. Do you know what, Daniel? The great thing about that coffee, it's not massively expensive and it, farmers getting a great price, you're getting a great coffee. So I, I can kind of live with where it's at. Listen, I'm gonna whap you on pause, I'm gonna go and drink a glass of water before I choke to death, and uh, I will be back in just a few moments with the coffee. Hello everybody, and welcome to the third in the series of the Has Been Brewing Guide. My name is Stephen Layton, and today we're gonna talk about the Chemex. So, to brew with the Chemex, you're gonna need a few things. First of all, of course, a Chemex. Chemex papers, a kettle, some coffee beans, of course freshly roasted, some scales, I'm going to harp on about the scales again, cup, a grinder, a spoon, and ideally a timer. Step one, fold the Chemex paper in half, then in half again, and then fold out into a cone. Place the filter in the top of the Chemex and wash it out. Paper still tastes nasty. This also gives us a chance to warm the carafe. Step two, pour away the water from washing out the filter. Step 3, we're going to weigh out the beans with the scales and depending on the size of your Chemex, use 60 grams per litre but for this one we're using a 6 cup so we're going to use around about 30 grams of coffee Step 4, grind to a coarse sand consistency a little bit like we did with the Aeropress. Step 5, place the coffee in the filter paper. Step 6, Sit the Chemex on top of the scales that you bought from the Aeropress video. Place around 60 grams of water at 90 to 95 degrees C and let the coffee bloom. We're going to wait for about 30 to 45 seconds. Step 7, add around 200 millilitres of water, then steadily add the remaining 240 millilitres within two minutes from when you started. Once all the water is added, take a spoon and stir the brew. Step 8. Your aim is to have all 500ml pass through the filter within two and a half to three minutes. Step 9. If it goes for longer than the three minutes, all is not lost. But if it goes to four minutes, abort, abort, abort. And next time, make sure that you coarsen up that grind so the water can flow a little bit easier. If it goes too quickly, you need to find that grind. Step 10. Pour that coffee and enjoy. Thank you for watching this brewing guide and I hope that you found it useful. I also hope that you'll take time to watch some of the other brewing guides we've done. My name is Steve Layton and remember, life is too short for bad coffee. So, I'm back. Um, I kind of hope you enjoyed that next instalment in the brewing guide. Uh, Nice to see the library kind of building up now. Of course you're not going to need me to tell you how to brew this Chemex now because you've uh, you've watched the video and kind of seen seen how to do it. Um, We are going to be getting some postcards of that done as well. Um, And give me a couple of weeks and drop me an email if you want them, we can can send you one. Um, Same goes with the Aeropress ones, they're now done. So if you want any of the Aeropress cards, um, drop me an email and I'll whack them in with your next order. Okay, so this coffee we're going to talk about today is from Guatemala. Um, It's a big favourite of mine and I was really surprised we hadn't done it in my mug on it already. We've had it for around about six weeks, eight weeks now, and it's one of my all-time favourites. So, um, found in 1932 uh, by Juan Flores, and first generation, planted 14 hectares of Bourbon. Then what he decided to do was, he was going to plant, uh, he bought an extension, and I think it was around about 23 hectares, um, which they planted Bourbon on, and then they've extended again, which they now plant katura on. Uh, from the farm, we have a world exclusive on the Bourbon, so we buy, and there's 50 bags, and we buy all 50 bags. The rest is Bourbon-Kertura mix, which then goes to everybody else. So if you see somebody else selling El Bosque from uh, Amatitalan, it will be the same one, uh, but it won't be the same one, because this is this is the Bourbon. And for me, this is the, the, the best of what they do. Uh, I'm, I'm really lucky and privileged to have it. Been buying from the farm for four years now. Um, this is our fifth, and um, I'm just a huge fan of it. I love it, it's, it's really cool. Um, so, um, I visited the farm, this farm I visited twice, um, and I went with, um, oh crikey, uh, I can't remember his name. I'm terrible with names. Um, but we went and had a tour around, and if you go back to episode 14, I think it is, um, you'll see me talking amongst the plants um, uh, as we were there. El Bosque is smack bang in the middle of Amatitalan, which is now a very built-up area. When the farm was first started, it was uh, very rural out the way, but because of the urban sprawl, it's kind of developed out to the edges, and now it's weird because you drive through this estate uh, where... Lots of people are living, and, and, and then all of a sudden, there's just a big gate that says El Bosque. You open the gate, and you enter like a different world where all of a sudden there's these coffee trees and, and completely different. Uh, the drying patios are behind a petrol station on the main road, and I'm going to show you a picture of the petrol station now, and then I'm going to show you a picture of the drying patios. And if you just look at the top, you'll see like a yellow stripe, which is where the petrol station bit that I showed you first is, so it's really close to the main road, Um, everything is against these guys growing great coffee, um, but they work hard, they make sure that they select the very best, they sell some coffee into the commodity market that isn't good enough, instead of mixing it in, they kind of, they have a premium and they have a commodity line and they get rid of that commodity line um, without affecting the brand, which is really important. So. Yeah, let's let's get into snosser in the bowl. So straight away on the smell, you can kind of smell this sweetness coming through, um, and you can smell this kind of chocolate, kind of. It's it, it's just you know that this chocolate is going to come through in the cup, but it's also very zingy, and there's kind of like a whole complex acidity going on there. And I've just been talking about this before we came on while we were making it because. Colin very kindly made the Chemex for me, and we were saying how the acidity... We both have very different opinions on the acidity of this one. Um, one thing we do agree on, that it's very complex. So, um, Love the Chemex. So, on the front end, you really do get this chocolate sweetness. It's kind of there... It's very rounded, it's got a big mouthfeel to it, and that for me is coming from this chocolate taste that's in there. It's kind of not quite milk chocolate, and it's not quite dark chocolate, it's almost like a hybrid taste. But then that acidity kicks in. Now, I think, for my tastes, I get a real, like, grape-like acidity, so... And it's used a lot, and I I kind of almost overuse it, but molasses. And you also get a really kind of, almost like a green apple kicking in there. Now... Collins' take on it, on it was much more minerality and kind of uh, almost we're talking like rock-like and 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 I think that I can see where that comes from because of this like this green apple acidity I interpret it a little bit different because I see minerality as a bit more negative than a positive um but the, the acidity changes it's constantly changing it's such a complex cup it's not your average I, I'm going to sweep this down cup it's one you have to think about um and, and Colin nailed it with it's a thinking man's coffee. For me, he's somebody that really thinks about coffee, enjoys this style. Um, very underplayed coffee with us because we've had it for so long and it seems like part of the furniture. I forget how much I love this coffee um, because it's always there. But it is a stunner. It really is one of the best coffees that we stock. And that's, I think the last five uh, in my mugs that we've done have been real... Top barnstorming, really exciting coffees that we do. All ones that I would very happily be, be, be judged on. So I hope you've been enjoying those. Um, Wap of Outer Code. Um, I'm not going to knock a lot off this, and it's probably just going to be for a week. Um, it's really just a please come and try it kind of plea, but um, it's already great value. I mean, this coffee should be a lot, lot more. Guatemalan coffees, fetch extortionate prices. Quite rightly so, because they're so good. Um, but yeah, yeah give, give your money off voucher there. I'm going to wrap up because I'm rambling, Um, thank you very much for joining me again and just remember, life is too short for bad Collins.